2: progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law joining us now former
0: minister of viking worked at the university of minnesota uh, got his doctorate degree was was athletic director of the city of minneapolis and much more leo lewis from leo lewis foundation leo thank you for joining us hey mike how you doing good how are you doing this summer had a good summer
1: of course, man! I just got off the golf course, so I'm really happy.
0: You got a golf tournament coming up for your foundation too, right?
1: Yes, I do. And uh, th- thanks for asking. You know, on Monday we'll we'll have my 20th annual charity event for youth, and uh, really happy. It's going to be at Presswick Golf Club uh, Monday, and uh, really happy about that. Uh, we made some really good progress, uh, and, you know, and then also we'll have a, an awards dinner on Sunday, the the night before that. And uh we'll uh, honor some practitioners in the in the field of sports at the youth level.
0: Give me some examples who would be people that would qualify for an award uh, through the foundation
1: well, we've had it for a number of years, but i'm really- pr- uh pleased to to announce we have a, a legacy award uh, for someone who has uh had a lifelong career in sports uh you know you know al Nunes yep who has uh, been in the twin Cities community for a long time was an executive at joston's and certainly has been instrumental in the championship mode of the NCAA by connecting Johnston's with the national collegiate athletic association. And then, uh, you know, we have, uh, two local grassroots, uh, uh pioneers. Uh, one is, uh, uh Meredith Lane, who, who just started the hockey ninjas for kids of color. Yep. Um, and, uh, also Mark fishback, who is the head coach, at St. Paul Johnson High School, who has uh, uh, engineered a number of state championships for girls badminton, and sure uh, has another one this year. They won another one this year.
0: Yep, and, and that's been a tremendously pop- popular sport in the urban St. Paul, hasn't it?
1: Yes, it has. Uh, and you know, those two practitioner awards with Meredith and, and Mark uh, are in the name of my parents, uh, Leo Junior, who uh, grew up in St. Paul, was a st paul city athlete in his younger days and uh, became a college football all-american and uh, the other one is in my mother's name doris lewis who uh, passed away uh, a number of years ago but was a physical education teacher and and one of my mentors sure
0: absolutely yeah i mean i mean you were so motivated in education now tell me when you go out and speak in urban minneapolis right now and and, uh, you got your doctorate degree How do you sell kids that don't have a lot on education?
1: Well, I I tell you, it opens up so many pathways for individuals. Uh, To be educated is to really be equipped to navigate uh, our citizenry, uh, how you can be a responsible person in in our society and in our culture. Uh, You can contribute a lot through uh, having some means to make a living, and educational uh, prowess. Uh, in whatever endeavor you like, our desire can help a young person uh, be a great contributor, contributor to our community. Uh, we use sport as a platform, uh, you know, a uh, an endeavor, uh, avocation that a number of kids uh, pursue uh, because it's it's motivating. We use that platform to help uh, send value-oriented messages to young people about the the necess- uh, necessity of getting an education.
0: I, I want to bring up a point along those lines that, that I didn't realize until I saw it up close. In, in the summertime in particular, uh, just last week there was a um, a basketball tournament and it came together rather quickly, I thought, in the AAU circuit. And I thought, well, they're never going to get enough teams. It's the 4th of July weekend. Are you going to start the tournament on Saturday and play it on Sunday? You know, it was the 4th on Monday? And I yeah. was wrong, again. And, and and the reason that I was wrong was something that I hadn't factored in, and, and I'm almost embarrassed to say it. A lot of kids in the urban community, um, they don't have Fourth of July plans. They're not going to a cabin. They, they, they're not going to fly somewhere for a few days and relax. So a, a basketball tournament w- was was a welcome opportunity because they're looking for something to do. I didn't think about that ever because socioeconomics yeah. g- enters into everything, right? And and, and, and yeah. you know, for me growing up, you know, the Fourth of July was always kind of a sacred holiday, and you went and did something somewhere fun, and you know, somebody's cabin or you traveled or you did something. Well, that's not afforded to do a lot of kids. So you could have a basketball tournament and get maximum turnout for it because they they were just looking for something to do. I don't know that we, meaning those of us that live outside the city, Leo account for that or think about that, and we don't uh, account for how much time they can have on their hands because they can't just do what they want when they want to do it. Can can you address that as an added issue that maybe we don't talk enough about?
1: Well, I mean, I think you address a a number of things. Um, One, I I think in the summer, many kids, I don't care what your demographic is, uh, kids are kids. They want to have some freedom to do things, to play, to to, in, in this case, you're talking about uh, being involved in organized sports. And I think it's for all the classes. Uh, you'll find middle class, uh, upper middle class uh, kids uh, as hungry and as, as interested in sports, particularly basketball, like you had mentioned, as those uh, who, who don't have as many means to uh, navigate their their livelihoods throughout the summer. Uh, basketball just happens to be a very popular sport. Um, Ice hockey is popular. Also, soccer is popular in the summer. All of these sports that are, um, you know, really easily attainable, like basketball and soccer, are going to be very popular sports. And and I just think that uh, it doesn't matter what your demographic, uh, it's going to be a popular uh, avenue for young people. Uh, One thing that you did mention is about the resources. We have a, a grants and scholarship program that provides uh, opportunities to assist young people who don't have the means to achieve their desires in the summer. And uh, quite frankly, all year round. Um, and you're right. Um, most of them are individuals who, who are uh, in underserved communities. And we are certainly pleased to uh, address some of those issues and needs that they have. Uh, but I think the hunger is there uh, in all parts of Minnesota, not just the the inner city, to participate in sports.
0: So so when you scholarship these kids, what is it usually for? Is it so that they can join a travel team? What what is the need usually for?
1: Well, uh, yeah, organized sports is is one uh, avenue that uh, we address. Uh, Most families uh, have more than one kid participating, so uh, consequently a a lot of their needs financially uh, get multiplied but uh, more more likely it is to uh, address participation fees equipment uh in, in some cases travel um and and in very few cases although we have uh, attracted attention from uh individuals outside of Minnesota um we provide just basic needs for most of these families
0: just the stuff just so they can just do what they want to do and be able to participate at, at, at the same level, right? Just give me a shot, right?
1: Oh, of course. Of course. And, you know, we don't just uh, address team sports. Uh, we, we uh, you know, uh, serve uh, mo- uh, mixed martial arts individuals, uh, dance individuals who are in dance and, and uh, I think anybody who is active and uh, has addressed the need, you know, we're going to listen and and hopefully have an opportunity to address their needs. What does it
0: mean to you to see some of those kids thrive and come back at some point in time and know that you helped bridge that gap?
1: Well, I tell you what, it is gratifying. And we have really been, uh, over the last uh, 30 years, um, addressing those needs in the community. And and, uh, it is a joy, particularly when you get... Individuals who are now in their 30s <laughs> telling you yeah. that uh, they finished my football camp and, and uh, we provide a scholarship for them or, uh, you know, they grew up understanding that the values that we have in our foundation uh, address some of those needs that they are now confronting and are helping uh, mentor their own kids.
0: Yeah. And, and and there you go. You, know, you talk about breaking chains and, and starting new chains. I mean that that's what it's about, right? Isn't that the isn't that the goal of the Leo Lewis Foundation?
1: Yep. And you know, our, our motto is life skills through sports. I think we just use sport. Uh we're not saying it is the most important thing in life, but we use that platform uh because there's a lot of kids who are interested in physical activity and sport. We use that platform to address other needs, uh and other desires. And and certainly to send messages about, uh, education, um, making sacrifices in your life, uh, uh offering, uh, a, a commitment to, um, decisions that you've made in your life. Some of those things that are more broad range and can be addressed and transferred into other areas of life. Leo,
0: appreciate it very much. Somebody wants to get on your website. Where do they find it?
1: com And, uh, Again, our uh, uh, fundraising weekend is this weekend. On Sunday, we have an awards dinner at Minnesota Valley Country Club at 530. And then on Monday, we have a 1230 shotgun start at Presswick Golf Club. And that will be my 20th annual Celebrity Classic.
0: Awesome. Leo, keep up the great work and thank you for joining us tonight.
1: All right. Thank you, Matt.
0: You bet. Leo Lewis, Lewis Foundation.